0: It's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well, enjoying your week, taking care of each other and enjoying April for its springness. Coming at you on behalf of the Toronto Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic with your daily health update for Thursday, April 25th, 2019. Many parents want age limits for tackle football. How soon should we be hitting each other on the field? Keep our kids nice and safe. We'll take a look at some information there. And how about caffeine? How many of you uh, rely on that every day or enjoy it every day? Uh, Should you cut down on that? We will take a quick chat on that. And then from caffeine to alcohol, um, let's see what that's doing to us. We'll have a quick chat about that as well. And finally, oh, not finally, sorry, on our exercise side, physical activity and how it relates to children's behavior in classrooms. We're gonna look at how to prevent falls in uh, older adults and then correcting leg length uh, discrepancies and how that can help with back pain. That's our full six areas of health and wellness for today. Not gonna treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together. However, as we stumble through each point of interest, we might just touch on something that's valuable to you and might uh, change how you think or do something today that might improve your health and or preserve it for the future. And that's why I'm glad you're here on a daily basis because eventually you're going to catch something that does something positive for you. But at the very least, you're keeping health and wellness on the front of your mind and the top of your to-do list so that you preserve one of your most valuable assets in your health and wellness. Pediatrics Journal April 2019 says there's concern over concussions and this has led to majority of parents to say they would support bans on tackling in youth football. Surveys completed by over 1,000 parents revealed that 60% were in favor of age restriction for tackling while another 25% fell into the maybe uh, group. Researchers say that findings dovetail growing fears about sports-related concussion among kids, which has led several sports organizations to lay out new rules to protect young athletes. So that's about 85% of a 1,000 parents whose kids play football that uh, would probably be in favor of eliminating it in youth football and um, saving it for later if and when they decide to do so. That has implications on both sides of the ball, but um, definitely uh, based on what's happening with concussions and the rate at which they're occurring and the outcomes we're finding out that they have in terms of impact on our health and wellness over time uh, may make that a strong and suitable strategy. Other uh, strategies based on this health alert would uh, maybe have you curb your caffeine intake. According to the Mayo Clinic, April 2019, millions of people depend on caffeine for a morning or afternoon boost, but relying too much on the stimulant can result in side effects such as migraines, stomach aches, and irritability. The Mayo Clinic notes that consuming up to 400 milligrams of caffeine a day is usually safe, but you should curb your caffeine intake if you drink more than four cups per day, if you're losing sleep, or if you're taking medication. A good uh, person to contact might be a holistic nutritionist or a Naturopath to see uh, how caffeine specifically works for or against you so that you can customize uh, that caffeine intake into your life uh, to have the most positive effect without a negative or detrimental one. The same can be said for alcohol consumption. The Lancet, April 2019, did an analysis of data concerning half a million people in China and it revealed that regularly drinking one to two drinks a day elevates the risk for stroke by about 10 to 15%. This uh, I think is in contrast to some studies that have found there is some cardiovascular benefit to some uh, mild to moderate alcohol consumption, but um, that's why it's up for debate. And if you're looking to stack the deck in your favor, uh, these are some of the considerations you have to make and decide which research you're going to follow But according to this, uh, one of the latest uh, research articles, increased risk for stroke from moderate alcohol consumption. The Contemporary School Psychology Journal, March 2019, looked at some fitness and exercise uh, benefits or effects for students and how they behave in class. Second and third grade students who participated in a daily classroom-based physical activity intervention were less likely to have behavioral issues than kids in classes that did not engage in daily exercise routine. Children benefit from being up and moving about. It's actually a positive stimulant for their central nervous system in their brain, but it will calm them down and keep them more focused because their brain has received that stimulation. If they don't receive stimulation, especially by movement, that may alter their behavior, get a little bit restless, difficulty to focus. So it's good to keep some movement through our routine. And I think that has definitely some spillover to adulthood as well with our sedentary and uh, repetitive but stationary uh, tasks that uh, we have to get up and move around it'll improve our um, quality of work as well as uh, our quantity of work or our productivity based on the research and literature so movement definitely has some plus sides throughout our life uh, including those second and third graders who can maybe better focus and be better behaved in class if you will. Movement is also good for uh, seniors, of course, and uh, we just don't want to move incorrectly or too much and cause some falls. So the National Council on Aging looked at uh, prevention of those falls, March 2019, and an elderly person is taken to the hospital, according to them, every 11 seconds as a result of a fall. The council says that most falls are preventable and they encourage elderly people to find a balance and exercise program, speak with a healthcare provider, review their medications and associated side effects Regularly get their vision and hearing checked annually and evaluate their home for fall risk and enlist the support of family members. So good to preserve all quality of life later on and ensure that that fall doesn't lead to increased morbidity and mortality as they often do and uh, we just want to stay strong and stable as those years come on so we can actively engage in what we need and want to do every day and uh, you want to find someone to work with to make sure and or find information for yourself to be able to create that balance and exercise program that you want to follow. Uh, In fact, interestingly, I just uh, noticed uh, the other day again, which I often do when I'm out and about walking, is I can't help notice the footwear and what people are wearing and how it affects uh, their ankle function, which I can often clearly see, but I also know it's affecting their foot, knee, hip, and low back function. And it's amazing how uh, people who are on in years are wearing shoes that are inappropriate for them. Uh, They don't have the right stability and support and or cushioning and they uh, sometimes obviously look the wrong size which is probably the size they've worn their whole life but probably not that size anymore and uh, the this is an increased risk uh, for falls as well so uh, keep an eye on that footwear and make sure you're wearing something appropriate based on where you're at in life and what it is that you are doing. Sometimes, based on that footwear, we might correct for a leg length difference, and in doing so, according to the BMC Musculoskeletal Disorders Journal, March 2019, could reduce your low back pain. In a recent study involving 387 individuals with a history of low back pain and a leg length discrepancy of at least 5 millimeters, those who wore an insole to correct their short leg experienced improvements related to physical function in low back pain and leg pain intensity. Doctors of chiropractic frequently fit foot orthotics to address leg length discrepancy in patients with low back pain and lower extremity complaints. However, we do so at our clinic kind of as a last resort because we find that that leg length discrepancy is a functional one meaning it's happening because of how the low back and pelvis and hips are sitting or moving incorrectly and if we improve how that area is functioning the need for that correction in leg length uh, decreases because the person's function improves and their low back pain and other symptomatology also improves. So be careful today, avoid those falls, take care of yourself, stay strong and stable, get that uh, low back pain checked out and uh, make sure your leg length is assessed at the same time and improved functionally first, structurally if needed with a lift. Get those children of yours moving, help them uh, stay focused in in class, watch your alcohol and caffeine consumption and uh, finally protect that head at the very least with a helmet, but uh, strongly consider what activities you're involved in, especially if they involve an increased uh, likelihood of concussion like playing tackle football. Maya Angelou has your quote for today, says that you may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. So an interesting quote the other day I heard is sometimes people feel life is happening to them and it really affects them and it creates the challenges and then the solution is a thought process that says, well, life doesn't happen to you. It happens through you. You can experience it, but then you let it go. And then I heard an addition to that, and one that's even more positive and optimistic, is that life happens for you. So that everything that happens, happens potentially for a reason, but it takes some effort sometimes to find that reason. And uh, you can be lifted up by something, even though initially it seems to be pushing you down, knocking you down, or reducing you you don't have to you can't control those events but you can control how you perceive them and put some effort into finding what you can gain from everything that happens even if it's not so positive and that effort alone can help you work through those challenges that happen sometimes on a daily weekly monthly basis in our lives same thing with your health and wellness don't give up it's a necessity on a daily basis to take care of ourselves if we don't we fall behind and it's hard to recover And uh, the daily health update keeps you steering in the right direction on a daily basis, Monday through Friday. We're happy to be here for you. We're glad that you're tuning in. We're glad you're reading and getting it in your inbox um, and uh, you're tuning in and or reading as often as you can. And uh, that effort will make a difference. And it takes about 10 minutes of your time each day, less if you're reading it and scanning and going through it but just staying focused on it somehow on a daily basis is gonna be in your favor over the long run, helping to steer those thoughts and actions of yours for some positive health and wellness outcomes you've heard me say it before but i'm gonna keep saying it over and over um, because that's the fact uh, and it's good all right so you'll hear me say it again tomorrow friday end of the week heading you into the weekend with your daily health update thoughts uh for that day and for the weekend tomorrow i shall look forward to chatting with you then come on back bring someone with you happy to spend this time with you take care